Welcome to episode 13 of Turn Shit Into Gold and welcome back. I'm Kristen and you may or may not realize that it has been about four months since I put out my last episode and one of the last things that I was talking about was breaking the rules and how I didn't want to be tied to a specific schedule anymore with putting out my podcast and just allowing myself to be more in flow. And then I had a lot of stuff happen both in my personal life and in my business, which I will share more about in later episodes. But with the things that were going on for me, it ended up making sense for me to take a longer break with the podcast. And then also, anytime I'm doing this, I mean, a whole reason behind me not being on a strict schedule of putting out an episode every Tuesday anymore was that I want each episode to be really value-packed for you. And I did not want to get into a situation where I felt like I was trying to come up with a topic. I wanted it to be something that was really divinely guided and just timely and going to make the biggest impact. So today it really was coming to me to record an episode. It happens to be one year ago today that was my last day at my nine to five job. And what I would really like to share with you is the five biggest lessons slash tips that I have for you if you are wanting to start your own business. This is basically if I could go back and do it again, knowing what I know now, this is what I would do differently. Little caveat, I technically wouldn't do anything differently because I learned a lot from doing it the way that I did it. I just feel like doing it the way I did it was harder than it needed to be. And that's why I want to share some of this stuff with you. So my very first tip is to prioritize getting people on your email list. And that is because today is also the one-year anniversary of my Instagram account getting disabled, which I believe I've mentioned on at least one podcast episode before. But my last day at my nine to five job, I posted announcing that it was my last day that I quit my nine to five and was super excited to be able to focus all of my energy on my business. And then I think it was like an hour and a half later, my Instagram account got disabled and I never ended up being able to retrieve it, which is a whole nother topic that we don't need to get into, but Instagram is not at all helpful in those situations. There's no super straightforward process to get it back. I never got my account back and it was really scary, really frustrating because at the time, a majority of the clients that I was getting were coming through Instagram and a few months before I quit my job, I had made a couple reels on Instagram that got pushed out and got a lot of views. I got a lot of new followers from that. Some of them did book sessions with me right away, so I had their email addresses, but a majority of the people who found me and were resonating with what I was talking about, only I only had access to them via that Instagram account. 
and it was about 1,500 new people who I suddenly did not have any access to at all, not to mention a lot. There were a lot of other people who I maybe was connected with on Instagram, but not on Facebook or in any other way. And I was at first trying to get that account back, but after about a month, I realized it was not coming back. So I created a new one and it was also a struggle initially to get myself to even be posting super consistently because I was, I don't want to say I was traumatized. I wasn't traumatized, but it was just definitely a very frustrating experience. And it just felt like if I try to recreate what I did before, it's probably not going to land that same way. There was obviously, you know, some magic in those reels that I had made in the moment. And a lot of times if you're trying to copy something, even if it is just yourself, it doesn't always land the same way when you're trying to recreate it versus when it's just happening in the moment, which is also why I want to be recording these podcast episodes right when the inspiration strikes and when it feels most timely. So I did... You know, I was posting, but of course, it's not like that situation was repeating right away. And I was having to start from zero followers, where before, when I first started posting business stuff, I'm trying to think, it was like 800 some followers that I had. And by the time my account got disabled, I was at like 2,500. So that was tough. And That is why my suggestion and what I tell my clients is prioritize getting people on your email list. That way, if something happens, if your social media account gets disabled or if the platform of your choice goes away, you still have access to the people who are interested in what you have to offer. I also know that a lot of people have a whole lot of success selling to their email list compared with selling on social media. I have always had a fine time selling on Instagram, but it can be really valuable to nurture people more on your email list. So I would definitely recommend that. And there are lots of different ways that you can work to get people on your email list. Creating exclusive content for them is a great one or offering some sort of discount to those people. I've done that with my email list. I also have given first dibs for openings on things to my email list. I have shared news about things to my email list. So I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that I've had some things going on and I've talked about those things to my email list. I didn't do any podcast episodes during that time and I was not posting anything really about it on social media. But I did tell any clients that I was working with directly about the stuff that was going on with me. And then I also did end up sharing some things with my email list. So those people are people that I treat differently than just the general public. And I give them a little bit more than I give to just the people who are following me on my Instagram. So those are some things to consider with that. Then the second thing that I would recommend is to invest in a good storytelling marketing course or coaching. 
And that is because stories really do sell very well. And a lot of times if you're struggling to make sales in your business, it is because your messaging is not landing with people. People may not understand exactly what it is that you're offering or why it's something that they need, but having a story that they can relate to can help them figure it out. Sometimes people need to really hear a story compared with just you laying out what it is. So investing in something that can help you extract what those stories are is really helpful. And it can be your own stories, things that you've been through that other people may relate to. It can be stories from clients of yours. And of course, with that, if you are going to be sharing someone else's story, make sure you get permission from them to share it, or you can also share things anonymously. But getting some help around that and being able to transition something from just a statement to a story is really helpful and can also help you with sending good emails to your email list. And I've had people reach out to me and just tell me how much they love reading my emails. And even people who have been on my email list for a longer period of time, seeing the improvement in my writing and just letting me know that they've seen that and they really enjoy reading my emails is fun. So definitely something that I would recommend investing in. And then the third tip is to really focus on slow growth and tending to your nervous system. So once you get into the entrepreneurial space, especially on social media and you know in conversations with people in general, so many people are talking about fast growth and a lot of stuff is getting to 10K months and then getting to higher five-figure months and then getting to six-figure months. And you even have people talking about seven-figure months. And a lot of people just want to grow quickly and people want to have the freedom to be able to kind of not work or work as little as possible and make more than enough money to live whatever lifestyle they want to live. And there's not necessarily anything wrong with that. However, often the trouble is, is that your nervous system may not be ready for that leap. And there's also a good chance that some of what you think you want, you don't actually want. And I've heard lots of stories where people are building something and then they realize, I don't actually want this. I've built this seven-figure business and I have this team of people and I don't really want to have a team of people. So that's something that I have ended up thinking about myself and having to work through and just decide what do I actually want right now. And of course, you can think about what do you want in five years? What do you want in 10 years? Maybe in 10 years, you're ready to have that team of people and be making seven-figure months or even just six-figure months. But right now, what are you actually ready for? Because it can sound really appealing to have a situation where, for example, it's very common to see content that is geared towards helping you create an online course because everybody wants that passive income. There is probably a course that every single person in this world could create that would be helpful for people. But in order to 
really scale and be making those higher amounts of money that people want to be making, it does require someone to be doing some work. So it's either going to be you or you're going to have to hire a team. And I know at least for myself right now, I don't want to hire a team. I don't feel ready for it. There's work that I would need to do around fully trusting somebody to be interacting with my clients. I take what I do very seriously. And the idea of somebody else being the face of my business in any way just is not comfortable for me. It's not something that I am ready for. It makes me nervous, you know, wondering what they could possibly say and if they would say something that I don't fully align or agree with. And it just feels like now is definitely not the time for me to be doing that in any way. And I don't think a year from now is. I don't even know if two years from now is. And just letting that be okay. And there's no need to be making tons and tons of money and just trying to make as much money as you possibly can. You don't need to do that. You can slow way down and focus on building something that's fully in alignment with you and fully in integrity with you. Because the other thing is, is whatever you do to build that larger business, you're not necessarily stuck with it. But then if you realize it's not in alignment with you, it's a lot trickier to change something that has grown to a large magnitude than it is to be just slowly chugging along and figuring it out and making little shifts. And, you know, whatever mistakes you make are going to be a little amplified by your larger audience or the more money that you're making. So I would definitely say that there is zero shame in staying at your nine to five a little bit longer while you figure that out and figure out what is really in integrity with you. What do you really want to be doing? You know, I've worked with people who had started working with clients one-on-one and realized they didn't actually want to do that. So getting all of that stuff figured out while you are smaller and before you are creating, I mean, imagine if you built a business where all of your income is coming from working with one-on-one clients and you had quit your job because you were making six figures, coaching your one-on-one clients, you feel burnt out all the time. You don't feel excited to work with them. And then you realize that and you don't have anything set up to be your new source of income, but you really feel like you need to stop working with these one-on-one clients. You put yourself in a much more difficult and stressful situation versus starting slow. If you were still at your nine to five and you're working with your one-on-one clients, you can be saving up that money, building a larger emergency fund for yourself. And then if you realize, okay, I don't really want to work with people one-on-one, you can take a look back at everyone you've worked with. What are the common themes? What are common tools you've given them? How have you helped them work through things? You can create a course. You can start building an even bigger audience of people who would be interested in this course. You can start selling the course and you can get your income going there before you then quit your nine to five and step away from that. And the next thing is similar-ish in alignment to that, at least the last bit that I was saying, which is that I would highly recommend focusing on one offer first figuring out what is the one 
main thing that you want to do. This doesn't mean that you can only do the one thing forever. If you're a human sign person, I'm a manifesting generator, which means that I am a multi-passionate person. So part of my struggles in this past year have been that I am drawn to multiple different things and I want to do multiple different things. I get bored if I'm only focused on one thing. However, if I'm trying to market a bunch of different things, then I'm not building full traction in any one area to create the stability that I really want to have in my business. So I learned that what I need to do is only focus on marketing one thing. I can still sometimes mention some other things, other topics, whether it's in my podcast, on social media, with the clients that I'm already working with, with other people in my life. I can still take courses and learn about other things that I'm interested in. But what is going to help me create the most stability in my business is if I am only focused on marketing one sort of thing at a time to really grow the audience of people who need that from me. And then you can slowly transition to offering more things or different things from there. And I feel like I should also mention, usually I'm good at talking about this in every podcast episode, that you can do whatever you want to do. This is not supposed to be telling you this is exactly what you have to do. These are just things that I realized that I know would have helped me a lot that I wish I would have known and that I would at least mention to my clients for them to be aware of and think about. But at the end of the day, you know what's best for you, which is actually my next and final tip, which is to be aware that having a mentor or a coach is great, but at the end of the day, you know better than anybody else what is going to work for you or what is not going to work for you because your energy and the way that you show up in things is extremely important. And if you are doing something that doesn't feel good to you because your coach or your mentor told you to, it's not going to get you the results that you want to get. Doing something that your energy is fully behind will get you the results that you want to get. And with that being said, it's really important to find the right mentor or coach. And that is something that I've had conversations with other coaches about and realizing that (laughs) there is a huge problem right now in this space with people finding coaches or working with coaches who end up maybe not being in full integrity. And it's it can be small scale, it can be large scale, but it is a thing. It is a problem out there because the coaching space is unregulated. You know, anybody can call themselves a coach. You can go change your Instagram bio right now, call yourself a coach, start marketing yourself letting people pay you and starting to help them. There's no sort of requirement that's that you have to do in order to be a coach. So there are lots of people who are doing it who maybe haven't fully embodied the wisdom that they are trying to teach you. And if they haven't fully embodied it, then they're not going to be able to successfully teach you how to embody it. And then there are also people who were super focused on trying to do the scaling as fast as possible, like I told you about. So there's one person 
who I chatted with recently, and she did a group coaching program that was $28,000 for six months, I believe it was. And it ended up not, they weren't getting the deliverables that they were told that they were going to get. There were certain resources they were supposed to get right when they signed up or shortly after that were just not arriving. And meanwhile, that coach was continuing to sell other cohorts into this group coaching program. And she was selling it to like 30 people in each cohort at $28,000 each. So if you do the math, she's making a lot of money. Enough money that she should be able to provide a lot of resources and hire other people to help her if she needs the help. So there are things like that out there. And you have to be careful when you are choosing who you want to work with and who you want to be your coach. And what I would really recommend doing is having a conversation, whether it's in the DMs over voice recordings or hopping on a Zoom call to really chat with the person, definitely chat with them and get a vibe for what their coaching style is, for how they've built their business. Another thing that I've realized is pretty common in the coaching space is for people to tell you about results that they got and maybe not tell you fully how they got those results or you don't find out fully how they got those results until after you've paid to start working with them and then you find out that they did something that you actually don't want to do in order to get those results. And that could be many different things. It could be even just as simple as they were doing a lot of paid Facebook ads and that's how they got to where they are. And maybe you don't feel comfortable paying for ads before you have gotten any clients or whatever it is. So it's just good to ask whoever you are wanting to work with, you know, how without without requiring them to be fully coaching you for free, of course, because that's not a fair expectation either, but to just tell them like, hey, I am trying to figure out who's going to be the most aligned mentor for me. And I want to make sure that I'm not signing up for mentorship with somebody whose method for getting to where they are included things that I don't feel comfortable doing, I'm not ready to do, whatever it is. And then you can ask them, you know, just high level, what was it that you did to get there? Just so you're aware, okay, they did do Facebook ads or maybe they invested a bunch of money in different mentorship programs and technology and they went into like $50,000 of debt in order to get started. And they don't know any other way to teach you to do it. That's not going to be probably something that you want to invest in. So just asking some of those questions and finding out exactly what would this person recommend? How would they be telling you to go about things so that you can decide, is this the type of person who I want to be working with? And you can also check in on just their 
personal values and make sure that that stuff is aligned. And for me personally, I don't have to agree with every single thing that somebody thinks in order for me to find value in working with them and being coached by them or learning a specific skill from them. So like going back to a good marketing course, you don't have to agree with every single opinion of whoever you're going to sign up for the marketing course with in order to get something out of the marketing course. I have someone I can recommend to you if you are interested in a course. She actually just closed enrollment a week and a half ago for her marketing course for this round. So the next one will, I'm guessing, probably be in like six months. And I was an affiliate. So if you do follow me on social media and you happen to see it, it will be her stuff again, Hillary's. So you can message me and I am sure I will just continue to be an affiliate for that course because I think it's really good. She is all about honest marketing and not misleading people in any way and taking the slow growth route, telling the stories. She's great at taking a sentence or two and turning it into just a little paragraph story. I found a lot of value in her course and would definitely recommend it to anybody. So that's just an example where, you know, if she was telling me to do something that doesn't feel right to me, which a lot of people in the space do, a lot of people are about creating a false sense of urgency around things in order to get people to buy. And that just doesn't resonate with me. I don't like that. However, I can also still learn stuff from somebody who does that. So I might still follow somebody on Instagram who does something in their business that I wouldn't do because there are other things that they share that do feel in alignment to me and I would do those things. I just wouldn't pay for a course from that person when I know that they're going to be teaching me to do that thing that I don't agree with. And I have a specific person in mind for this. I'm not going to share who it is because I don't think that really matters. But what she does is she has evergreen courses, meaning people can sign up for them at any time, but she creates that false sense of urgency, which to me just doesn't feel good. I don't like lying to people about it. So what it is is people will watch this free webinar and then afterwards they have this limited time offer for something, but that limited time offer is happening literally at any time. And that's why it just doesn't sit well with me. If it's actually a limited time offer, Great. But if it's a limited time offer, quote unquote, that you are offering literally all the time to anybody who's signing up for your webinar that day, then that just doesn't feel good to me. And if you're somebody who does that and you want to keep doing it and it feels good to you, that's great. I'm not here to judge you for doing what you're doing. As long as you feel really good about it, then keep doing what you're doing. But to me, that doesn't feel good. That's not something that I would have success with in my business because my energy is not behind it. I wouldn't feel right about it. So those are some things to consider when looking for somebody to hire as a coach or mentor or signing up for somebody's course. Find out a little bit about exactly how they do things so that you are not 
paying to learn something that you're not going to do because it does not feel right to you and doesn't resonate with you. So real quick to just run through these tips again. One, prioritize getting people on your email list just in case your social media goes away. Two, invest in a good storytelling marketing course or coach. And if you would like a recommendation for that, just reach out to me. You can DM me or email me. Three, focus on slowly growing and tending to your nervous system. And when I say that, I don't think I expanded on it a ton, but tending to your nervous system is just making sure that you actually feel safe in your body as you do things. And there are a lot of different somatic practices. If you Google somatic techniques, you can find different things that will help you make your body feel comfortable, breath work, EFT tapping, stuff like that. Tip number four is to focus on one offer first so that you can really build momentum and grow an aligned audience who wants what you have to offer. And then tip number five is to find the right coach or mentor for yourself and still remember that even the best coach or mentor is not you. So the goal is to have somebody who can point out where you are holding yourself back with limiting beliefs, who can serve ideas to you, but then you decide and you run through your intuition. Is this right for me? Does this feel in alignment? If it feels in alignment, it will probably work for you. If it doesn't feel in alignment, it may not work for you or it may work initially, but you won't feel good about it and it won't be sustainable. Those are my tips. I hope that you find this helpful. And if you did find it helpful and you feel like you want more support, I am opening three coaching spots. There is not a huge urgency behind this. However, I'm not going to be taking on any more clients at the beginning of next year. So it's a three-month commitment for the one-on-one coaching, which would be October, November, December of 2022. You can start in September if you want, just to make things easier with the holiday season in December. And then also part of why I'm not taking on anybody in January is to also account for that and make sure that I can wrap up any calls if some need to get pushed with the holiday season. And I have three different options now moving forward for one-on-one coaching. There is one option where you get to have four calls per month with me, and it's the calls only. Then there's an option where instead of doing calls with me, we are communicating via Telegram. If you're not familiar with the app Telegram, it's similar to Voxer where you can send messages and then there are also voice messages. And if you voice message your friends on iMessage like I do, you know how frustrating it can be if their message is longer than a minute and your phone locks and the message stops and you unlock your phone and you have to listen to it all over from the beginning. So Telegram does not do that. If your phone locks, the message keeps playing. So that is my preferred method for communicating with my coaching clients between sessions if they are doing an option with both calls and Telegram which is the third option. And then I wanted to offer this new Telegram only option because if you are working in a nine to five right now and wanting to 
start your business or gain a little bit more traction in a business that you've already started. And it's just difficult to find times that work for you to schedule calls, then having a Telegram only option can be super helpful. That said, I do still want to have an initial kickoff call with you to really chat with you live and get to know what your goals are and what we'll be working towards for the three months. And then we'll also do a call at the end to just really wrap up everything and make sure that you feel good about how you're going to move forward. So then the third option that I alluded to would be four calls per month plus the unlimited telegram access. So you can send me questions or even just wins between calls. I love getting those messages from my clients. It's really fun to hear about the random wins, realizations that you have. So those are the three options. The first two where you're either doing calls or you're doing telegram are $1,000 per month for the three months. The option where you are doing both is $1,700 per month for the three months. So if that's something that you think you might be interested in and you want more information, you can shoot me a DM. I am not going to try to pressure you into working with me if you DM me. So even if you're thinking like, okay, this sounds like it might be something I want to do in the future, not right now, I can't do it right now, still feel free to DM me and we can chat more about what you are looking for with coaching, make sure that it would be a good fit. And then we can even have a little bit of a conversation about how you can start to prepare for it financially because I do love to also help people with figuring out budgets and plans to pay down debt and all of that good stuff. So I'm happy to help you figure out a plan there. And also it's worth just mentioning, I don't want you to sign up for coaching with me if it's going to put a huge financial stress or strain on you. If you would be signing up and then feeling stressed out about the investment, then it's not going to get you the results that you want to get. So that's another example where you need to get your nervous system into a place where you feel good about it. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that it won't still be just a little bit scary. If you've never made a bigger investment like that in yourself, it may still feel a little bit scary, but it shouldn't feel so stressful that now you are thinking more about how you're going to pay for this thing than you are about the things that you're learning within the container. Very important. So there's that. And also, if you're thinking that you really want to start a business, but you're definitely not anywhere near ready to make that type of investment financially, you just want a little something and need some community, also send me a message because I'm working on finalizing a new monthly membership option. And I am pretty sure what it is going to be is just a Telegram group where I am sharing insights as I get them, dropping them in. So it would be kind of like you are just one of my best friends because this is what I tend to do with my friends is I will have a realization about something, something just clicks for me. And when that happens, I get so excited and I just have to tell somebody. (laughs) So I will send messages to my best friends or send messages to my clients and say, you know, I had this realization. So it would be sort of like getting just a tiny, tiny, tiny taste of coaching because in the group, I'm not going to actually be coaching you. I do want you to be sharing 
what is going on with you, what you're struggling with, something you want to celebrate, things you're thinking about, and I will acknowledge you. You will be witnessed and you will be heard, but I will not be actually coaching within that container because it's going to be a much smaller price point just to create some community for those of you who aren't quite ready to invest and then also offering some little nuggets that will be helpful for you still. And then it's also going to include access to my group Reiki that I do once a month. So you'll be able to have an energy healing session once a month and then have that community and those tips through Telegram. So if that sounds like something that will be right for you, send me a message and I should have that available within the next week, I believe. So that is all that I wanted to share right now. I once again hope you found those tips helpful. Also, if there are any topics that you want me to dive into, even if you want me to go deeper into some of the topics that I talked about today, or if there's just something else that you want to hear my perspective on, feel free to send me a DM or an email. I'll have that information in the show notes for you. I would love to make this podcast as helpful for you as possible. I'm also going to start to bring on guests. I have some people in mind who I would love to bring on, and I think it would be fun to just be able to have conversations with other people and get other perspectives on this podcast. So if you have any suggestions of people who you would like me to chat with, send it on over. I'm all ears. Thank you very much for listening. I know there are tons and tons and tons of podcasts out in the world. So I really do appreciate you taking the time to listen to this one. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. See you next time.